Hi there, this is Charles Cutting. Hope you're having a great evening. Uh, today I, I, I read that Tesco are starting drone deliveries, uh, a trial for drone deliveries uh, now in, in, in the west of Ireland, in Galway. And this is a, a delivery trial uh, which will start dropping off smaller packages like a basket full of uh, shopping within 30 minutes of ordering. Now, this sounds like something from the future, but it's not. It's it's coming now. And uh, a company that does it actually already delivers medicines by drones in Ireland. And this, this was due to start back in March, but the, the company decided to, to concentrate on uh, coronavirus medicines and that sort of thing uh, during, during the crisis. But these drones travel at 50 uh, miles an hour. Uh, so that's potentially faster than a delivery van and can deliver a four kilo uh, pack of, of shopping in a, in a plastic container a mile away in three minutes that's it they get you know you order it it's it's there uh, it, it's it's unbelievable and you know this is nothing new Amazon made its first commercial drone delivery in the UK back in 2016 in Cambridge where a customer ordered something and it was delivered by drone within 13 minutes and in April of this year the UK government announced that much larger drones, they're called uh, unmanned aerial vehicles, unmanned aerial vehicles or UAVs, would deliver uh, essential hospital supplies from the mainland to the Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight is a small island off of, off of the main, line, main south coast, mainland uh, Southampton and Port, Portsmouth. It's like a short ferry ride across to, to this island. And it's quite expensive going on this ferry. I think each each trip is is thirty or forty quid. So they've been sending these drones across, but that's only the start of it, isn't it? That that is only and this is just these are trials. And yeah, there's been problems with drones. There's been problems with these robots, and there's been problems with driverless cars. But they will get through these. You know, they'll get over these technical problems. I mean, one of the problems is driverless cars is, is seeing at night. You know, the cameras can't see very well at night. But I'm sure they will find a way around this. If not, they could park up overnight and just deliver, you know, drive during the day. But they're going to find a way through this. They'll find better cameras, maybe roadside assistance for this. This is coming and it's it's actually here now. So what I'm asking you, and actually I've written about this in my book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, and my new book as well. And I've talked about how you can adapt to, to what is coming. Um, so how many jobs could we replace? Well, the exact number's not known. Um, I, I, I read something that three million uh, jobs could be replaced just from driverless vehicles in the US alone. Uh, but the exact number is not known. And uh, an MIT professor, uh, Darren Ajimuglu, uh, co-authored a new study which reveals that each robot added to the workforce has the effect of replacing 3.3 jobs in the US, that, that's, that's devastating. Each robot, nearly three and a half jobs gone by, by these robots. And a, a PricewaterhouseCooper report said that robots could replace $127 billion of human capital and 50% of all jobs by 2030. That's 10 years away. This is, this is not science fiction. You know, and let's look at some of the jobs. We think of them as being Things like delivery drivers, bus drivers, taxi drivers, uh, bank tellers and cashiers. You know, when you go into a bank now, they say, oh, would you like to use the machine? No, I want to talk to a human. No, well, we're not doing that anymore. You have to pay in through this machine. Well, 
before long, there'll be just like one person working in the bank telling you to go to a machine or maybe nobody in the bank and there'll just be cameras there. It, it's frightening because that bank uh, that I, I used to work for that particular bank years ago and each bank used to employ 20, 30, sometimes 40 or 50 people in the branches and, and above the branches processing all checks and, and this sort of thing. Now, we know that checks you know, are gone now and, you know, the, the governments and the banks are pushing us towards a, a cashless society. But when you think about a bank that employed uh, up to up to 40 staff and, and when I was working in, in the, the banking and, and finance industry, a bank re replaced up to 40 staff in a, in a branch. Now you go in there, there's there's two or three at the most, and it could be less than that in, in the future. So we've got bank tellers, cashiers, warehouse packers. We're always seeing a lot of automation in warehouses, you know, and uh, barcodes being read and, and stuff that you order on Amazon being moved to a point and then put into it. And that can be technically all done by machines, although Amazon have recently announced that they are uh, recruiting 7000 more people. We think of agricultural workers, uh, the, the big company that makes diggers, are JCBs, are already working on diggers that, that do not need a human driver. Um, and then you've got things like uh, prescription pharmacists that where they could do, you know, organised prescriptions uh, more effectively and quicker and, than a human being. But you've got telemarkers. We're already getting phone calls from robots, which we all hate. Uh, but certainly call centres. I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine how many uh, jobs have been lost through these automated push button phones. But you know, it could get worse than that. But it's not just these kind of manual type of jobs. We're going to see lawyers, accountants, analysts, and many sort of technical jobs that could be done by, not by robots necessarily, but by algorithms, by artificial intelligence. Things, you know, things that might take a lawyer or an accountant hours to do could feasibly be done by, by a, a machine or by a computer program within minutes. There's already a fund in, in, in the US that is, is run by computers. It's a hedge fund run entirely by computers and they're very, very successful. Uh, the computer works out what to do. There's no emotion involved uh, and, and they are hugely successful. They have a small amount of staff. Uh, obviously it's taken a lot of money to get that, that in place, but you know, and computers in, in funds like uh, trackers and index trackers actually on, on, on the whole, outperform most human fund managers who get paid a lot of money to sit there picking stocks and then they can't themselves even beat the average uh, growth in, in the market. So these are all jobs that I've talked about that could be replaced by robots, artificial intelligence or, or computer programs, algorithms even. Uh, and, you know, we've got computers that can read, computers that can speak, computers that can do lots of, lots of things already. And, you know, we're, we're going to see this now. What I'm saying is, are you ready to adapt to the new economic model? Uh, now, a lot of people might say, well, yeah, they've said that in the past. You know, when you go back to the the, the industrial age and 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 these these uh, luddites that were called the luddites that were, were smashing up machines that replaced their jobs, and at that time they thought, you know, all the jobs would be gone. But in fact, the, the industrial revolution created, you know, millions of jobs and took people off the farms and and from from being just like tenant farmers and living under the lord of the manor uh, into a new age of prosperity in, in the 20th century. Uh, but we're beyond the industrial age now. We're into the, you know, the, the intellectual age. We're into the 
uh, information age, things are different. And I think we're going to have to adapt to new types of jobs and new types of situations. Because imagine, 50% of all jobs, that's, that's hundreds of millions of people uh, you know, in the next 10 years. Maybe the government will have to think about some sort of universal income, uh, uh, universal basic income, UBI, uh, that, that, that will be paid for out of taxes. Um, you know, we're already kind of seeing that with, with this uh, furlough scheme in, in some ways. You know, you stay at home and we'll give you some money. Uh, and, and, you know, th this has been trialled in, in countries as well. It's been trialled in, in Scandinavia, in Switzerland. So, you know, who knows? We, things are, are about to change. So what is the new... I think you've got to look at this this lockdown and, and this, this coronavirus pandemic has uh, subtly changed things forever. You know, we're, we're seeing a situation where uh, offices may not be manned again. Uh, we're seeing situation more people are going to be working from home. And then once they're working from home... And you've got a, a British worker, an American worker on, on a high salary working from home. Who's to say that they can't sort of put you, replace you with a, a cheaper worker in the Philippines, in India? Uh, you know, that, that's the next stage, isn't it? Because if they've got the technology to run a worker in Milton Keynes from the city, they can run a worker from in Manila, not Milton Keynes. And, 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 and it could be cheaper. And these things can be set up very, very cheaply now compared to before where call centres cost an awful lot of money to, to set up and can only be done by banks and insurance companies and large companies. So, so that, that, that is coming and, and we've got to look at that. And, you know, what, what are you going to do about this? How are you going to, to retrain, to think about what you can do to earn some money if your job is one of those jobs going? And I've talked, as I've talked about this in, in the book um, and, you know, I, I think... What you've got to, got to do is, is perhaps think about your job, think about how you can retrain yourself, think about what you can do to really not just change your mindset, but learn new skills. Um, and, and, and maybe, you know, if you are that delivery driver, the bus driver, the Uber driver, maybe you've got to find a, a new form of income. Uber, I think, said that their cars will be uh, all electric within the next few years. They're already looking at uh, driverless vehicles as well they've already got driverless vehicles that that's all coming that's millions of jobs you know so if you're in that type of job where you know that in the next five to ten years your job's going i think now's the time to think what are you going to do how, how are you going to make some money are you going to build a side business can you make money from property can you make money trading online there'll still be a need for people in in, in some form or another but maybe not the job that you're doing right now um you know we saw an experiment with teachers even didn't we where you know, teaching could be done and it's not that easy. So, so maybe, you know, there will still need teachers in classrooms, but who knows, you know, it could, it could all change. And I, I think things are not going to go back to where they were. You know, big companies like Google, Twitter, Facebook have, have told, you know, hundreds of thousands of staff that you can just work from home more or less indefinitely. Now, I don't know if that's going to work either. Maybe there'll come a time when they need to get them back, get them back into a more creative collective environment. But, but who knows? I think, Things are, are not going to go back to the, to the way they were. The, the, this epidemic has uh, changed things forever and it's, it's brought forward the, the, the revolution in, in information technology, uh, you know, I'd say five years because these things were already happening. We know they were already happening. I mean, we, we saw that Amazon were doing drone deliveries, you know, four years ago. So we know it was coming, but I think now it, it's going to be faster and, and much quicker. And, and we're not going to go back to where we were. So if you need to learn how to make to, to you know, develop new skills, uh, survive the crisis, quit the rat race, 
just just email me charles at charleskelly.net or send me a message on on facebook live and I, I can introduce you to some new ways of of making money new ways of earning your living and uh, so that you will be a participate participant in this revolution uh, not a spectator remember that in previous revolutions and renaissances you know most people didn't know they were going on until later on they said well that's that's been a change uh, what's happened here you know most people just it just went completely over their head and you don't want to be one of those people that wake up one day and you've got no job um you know you've got a big mortgage you can't pay so so think about how you're going to get yourself uh in shape for the for these changes that, that are coming now, i talk about this a lot in in money tips and i talk about it in in the book as i said but um you know maybe you've got to do more than uh, just just read about it maybe you've got to start taking some action so thanks for listening and uh have a, have a great evening wherever you are